the natural ones. A bunch of good guys doing bad for glory. And snacks. Ooh. Nobody ever said that. I'm sorry. Ooh. Never got well, that that's message new. Before. Wow. Yeah, that was new. I must consent. Continue. I have consented. Wow. Our Zoom is really getting... Uh, trying uh, to those, so, uh, Chappie, is that like a blanket consent, or is that <laughs> just relating to the recording? That's, that's just the recording. Just asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I recorded I consent, so now we could probably use that for anything. There you go. Here, let me jump on Facebook and ask you what, uh, what your first car was or your... <laughs> yeah. Your mother's maiden name. Yeah, I just right. yelled at uh, I just yelled at uh, Natalie, Matt's wife, because like like for the third or fourth day in a row, those questions pop up on my feed because she keeps answering them. I'm yes. like, stop answering them. Yes, I'm Why the same way. <laughs> uh, somebody's gone fishing. Yeah, don't you understand? Uh, unfortunately, what's really bad is our our district has been sending fishing emails out trying to see if they can catch us and they they send ones out that are extremely compelling and very related to the teachers like one of them was, was like you know your administrator needs you know has a concern with your um you know uh some like somebody has a comment on your evaluation oh you know, click here to hear what it is or something like that it's like uh where I, I use since those we get those at work also and they're like some of them are really obvious that they're fishing but yeah once in a while it's like oh my gosh i really need to look at this one and then you get you fell for the fishing scam i'm like oh crap you son of a bitch <laughs> okay. real, looks like, like we just lost chris no he's back he's on the phone he's on his phone how are you, Alex? Good to see you. Chomp, chomp, chomp. What are you eating? Anything good? Ice cream. Oh, that you're eating. Every time we talk to you, you're eating ice cream. Well, this is when I eat my ice cream. <laughs> hey, does everybody know there's a lunar eclipse at 7 a.m. on Wednesday? Now nope. we do. Nope. Yeah. Hey, there's a lunar eclipse on 7 a.m. on Wednesday. <laughs> Really? I heard that recently. Lunar eclipse. I think it's Wednesday, like at seven, something like that. I think so. Yeah, I've I've heard that recently from numerous places. Just an FYI, if you want to not be a dick and enjoy a lunar eclipse. (laughs) I can do both. What if I do want to be a dick and enjoy the lunar eclipse? Then you could could do that as well. I guess that is that is not outside the realm of possibility. I would say to be part of this group, that would have to be the responsibility of all of us. Yes. But now I might wake up and do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm already going to be at school, probably. I leave I leave for school about 7, so that would be perfect. Oh, I'll it's just, perfect timing. I'll just drive out there and see it. Bring yeah, but flashlight. you won't see anything because it's an eclipse. No, wah, it'll still, you'll wah. still be able to see it. Uh all right. Where's well, the moon? I don't know because it's eclipsed. <laughs> okay. Let's now go. Now we totally ahead. lost Chris. Yeah, that's all right. He'll catch up. <clears throat> so, when last we left off, um, you guys were basically fighting your way into Alftrag. So, you um, you got what you needed to from the bank vault heist. 
you managed to successfully basically rip that place off for all it was worth or much of what it was worth. Uh, you jump back to the blight, left Krantha there. He wanted to uh, continue his studies and continue his his work for the cult of Kelimbor. Um And then you guys decided it was time to head off to face this thing, this this elder brain, elder brain and mind flayer and army underneath of Alftrag. Um, you had Domher fly you there in the Randa. He dropped you off and you kind of fought your way through the tunnels, um, which were largely abandoned and no longer trapped like they were the first time you had gone through and made your way into the city itself. Um, there, just as you cross the walls, you notice that the weave is messy again and is having all kinds of random ill effects. And also you encountered a new type of monster that you never fought before, um, which were some sort of dogs that if they got a hold of you had the potential to basically sap your, your magical, your magical uh, strength or abilities. Um, and good. read that as if they bite you too hard, you lose your highest spell slot. So uh, it was, you know, a little wake up call. So you guys have just entered into uh, the rather large area. Alex, why don't you go ahead and, and Jaeger off him for a little while? Uh, he okay. will not be with us tonight. Um, and then uh, we'll find an opportunity for you to, for you to join us in a little bit. Um, so, question, if yes. I could, the um, items that we gained in the um, dealio, the, the vault. Yes. Um, I don't know what the head thingy was. So um, just go into, in D&D Beyond, it would be an Iun Stone, and it's whichever one has to do with wisdom. I forget what they what it's called. Um, but find the Iun Stone that attaches to wisdom, and then just for flavor, I just attach it to the circle, and it kind of revolves around your head. Remember okay. the cross, cross between Hellboy with his crown and the Farside Cows? That's you? Right. So, um, but yeah, it's... Iun Stone is I O U N, I think. I, I got it. I'm just trying to find the right one. Yep. Okay, not that one. Okay. Working on it. Okay. All right. So, with that, you guys have entered a relatively large chamber. Um, you have killed, I think it was six of those dogs that you guys just turned to absolute mush. Um, and Alex, you are still, Otham is still an earth elemental in an earth elemental form, uh, wild shaped into that. So communication, uh, is going to be a bit of an issue. Um, however, you know, kicking ass is going to be less of an issue. That's right. So what do you want to do? Are we continue to move forward? Are we, where are we heading again? You're trying to get to the center of the city so you can um, make your way down to the Underdark from there. Right. So we continue to move forward. Okay. Um, so give me a quick marching order, if you would, please. Recognizing it's a little loose. Okay. Kroger usually to take up the rear, right? Yeah, because I can't be surprised. I'm usually near the front. 
I can so. go at the very front and scout ahead if you guys want. I've got my cloak of open kind. I can attune to myself. <laughs> Y'all. Yeah. Stealth <laughs> may be an issue going forward. <laughs> that was that was that was southern elemental. Right. Sorry. Right. Oh. Southern Earth Elemental. So Southern Earth Elemental. From way down below. Oh. <laughs> Golly, it's right. hot. I'm Earth. I mean, I could go first too, guys. I mean second, maybe behind a scout. All right. Um and then roll Thor. Okay, so what I have written down is meet Brad Axe, Awesome Roll Thor Croker. Yes. Good. All right. So as you guys continue to move forward, Meep, why don't you go ahead and roll um hang on, let me bring up my table here. Um roll a D twenty, please. Uh, just random D20? Yeah. Okay. No, that specific one. Yeah. That oh, exact okay. one. Seven. Seven. Okay. Ooh. So, you remember last time you were through here, um, pretty much every time you changed chambers or changed a room or changed whatever, the environment shifted. Um, okay. As you walk into this next one... Um, it's very icy. Frost kind of covers everything. There's a lot of water around. Um, that is, that is, it, it's weird because there's a lot of it is frozen. A lot of it is kind of dripping. It's almost like, it's almost like, you know, defrosting a, a freezer that's been going way too long. There's a lot of, it's just, it's slick ice. It's still cold, but there's a lot of just moisture in the air. Uh, it's a relatively large room. Um, and there are, kind of sickles that come down from the ceiling and meet at the bottom. Like there's a little bit of what could be cover um, as you walk in there. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check for me. Meep. Yeah, I may stop the digital dice. Seven. Seven. Okay. That's okay. It's, you know, it is what it is. So you yeah, walk in, it, it appears to be fairly clear um, as you walk in. Um, how are you guys traveling? Are you trying to go relatively stealthy or are you just giving that up because of the earth elemental that is bumbling along with you? I'm going to be stealthy. So I'm going to be about 30 or 40 feet ahead of everybody, but they can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. I okay. think we go, we go stealthy. Okay. As, um, as give much me some stealth as possible. Rolls. That's fine. Give me some stealth rolls. Uh, 15. For Croker at the back. Okay. 32. Jeez. 21 for Bright Axe. Wow. Look at the big man. Way to go, man. 18 yeah. for Awesome. Big man did. Even as a. For the Earth Elemental? Yeah, wow. the Earth Elemental actually has a plus four. Well, because he, he can blend in with the Earth, right? Sure. Sure. Or just okay. slide. And then, roll Thor, I Six, missed you. 16. 16. Okay. All right. So you guys move in uh, fairly slowly uh, and what you think is fairly quietly um, and you're moving through um, and you notice there are areas where the ice has kind of broken off. So like, it looks like it should have kind of collapsed from the ceiling and gone down and it's just kind of floating there. So it's, there's no, it's like it's in zero G. And there are a couple of spots like that. And you realize that maybe in addition to the weave breaking, there may be bits and pieces of different planes kind of poking, th poking through. 
Okay. I'll move forward. I thought you were going to say more. I'm sorry, Chris. Yeah. I thought you were getting ready to say more. <laughs> no. Okay. No. All right. I, just, so, I will be very careful around these weird planes of openings, openings of planes. Yes. So, um, Brad X, it's your turn. Go ahead and roll a d20. Okay. That is a three. A three? Wow. Um, you guys, so you continue to push through this door. Meep, since you're first, um, I'm going to go ahead and give you, uh, you need to make a dexterity saving throw for me. Okay, I'm 23. 23. Okay, so as you continue to go through the next door, it's a combination of the, it just kind of levers down. It's like a ramp that goes down as opposed to mm -hmm. stairs, and it's icy. So you manage to, you have you, you start to slip, and you're just like, why? And you kind of go, you know, a leg and a hand out on the wall. Your tail goes to the other wall, and you just manage to balance, and then you let go and slide your way down. Okay. Um, when, when you get to the bottom, um, the floor is covered in mist. It's like dry ice type mist. Um, and it's, I quickly it's, message a croaker that they're coming up on a slide and I slide. So hold up. Okay. All right. And are you going to do anything when you enter the room or just give me a perception check? Is it just, is it just, it's misty everywhere? It's misty uh, up to about your waist, so what would be well, probably your chest. What would be everybody else's? Holy waist. crap! So I can't see anything below my chest, pretty much. Correct. Can I see my feet? No. Oh, this is like my worst nightmare right now. Um, yeah, I will. Let's see if I have anything that can do anything, and I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm going to cast love it. Uh, no, forget that. I mean, I can yeah, just take you up. My, I'm going to pull out my guns and have them ready. Okay. And I'm going to be using my tail to switch back and forth so nothing can grab my feet. Because I have a mild terror that something's going to reach out and grab my feet. Okay. All right. So, Croker, you get the message from Meep that there's an ice slide coming up. Um, and then it, and basically, I mean, I don't know what else you tell them in 25 words, but probably ice slide that ends in mist. Um, you so know, you is it, I'm going to grab one of my – I'm going to grab two if I can do this. Grab one of my little uh, – not marbles, but my metal um, ball bearings. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to imbue it with light and put it on the, like roll it off to the side and see if it in the mist and see if it like dispels the mist or if it just gets lost in it. Okay. So you do that and it just, you can see it rolling around. Like you can see it's like, fog, you know, headlights in the fog. As you can see where the light is, but it's just kind of reflecting okay. off, of, off right. of the mist. Um, so Croker and anybody else who's going to come down, you guys can come down. You make your, uh, dexterity saving throws with advantage since he warned you about it. That's a uh, 13. 13. Okay. That's the saving, not the, oh, nice. Uh, then that's a 14. 14. 22. 22. All right, Look boys, at let's get two. those mediocre rolls out. <laughs> 17. Roll, roll three out of 17, okay. And oh, you, you did say with advantage, right? I did, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, Meep, all you see is, you know, as, as second in line, um, Brightax just comes. He just, you hear this, oh, oh. 
and all of a sudden he just comes sliding down quick as a whip. I quickly cast Mage Hand to try to stop him from hitting me. Okay. And your Mage Hand <laughs> that can lift all of five pounds just gets completely <laughs> blasted. Um, and he tangles himself up in you and pushes you guys, pushes you forward another 10 feet. And there's a okay. drop off that you can feel, but you don't go over. It okay. just gets you to the edge of it. And, and from that drop off, you hear what sounds like just not running water per se, but it sounds like just, you know, like the echo of a drip of water on water. Um, and you realize that below you is probably storm drain sewage something. Okay. Um, what I it really was is me tinkling. I don't need right. to be a, a, a dick. But Maychan, he cast Maychan and it worked. Oh yeah. Oh crap! Thanks, I forgot. Sorry. Actually, I actually, mean, you owe me two because no, you imbued. No, that's part of it. That's part of it. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I know. I'm glad you said hey, that. So you because you imbued. Yeah, because I haven't been used, haven't been able to use spells at all, and I've been trying to use them. So. So what do I roll? Twenty. Yep, roll d twenty. <laughs> Uh, 10. Okay, so 10. Actually, it worked just fine. 10 is a critical hit. So had you been attacking somebody, you would have you would have scored a crit. As it so is, I, you push it out right into Brad Axe's face. Actually, because it's a crit and you're trying to stop him, you push it right out and it goes into his balls, but it really doesn't do much more than tickling it because, you know, he's way more than five pounds. Um. <laughs> Go ahead and roll for when you imbued the thing as well. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, so that's a good one for you. It actually, narratively, that works fairly well. So you also, go ahead and roll a d4. One. A one. So you gain the effect of a shield spell for two rounds. Sweet. So call it just through this chamber. You'll be able to probably cast. That works perfect when he comes shield. barely into me. Yeah, yeah there, exactly. there you're welcome. Yeah, DM, see? DM, you forgot to give us homework. <laughs> Good job. So the rest of you managed to just kind of take to the sides of your feet and slide down this thing um, just so. Uh, and you get to the ed- the same edge that, that uh, Meep and Brightaxe are on. So we move on. Let's go. Like, like we're, we're, we're needing to get to the Underdark, and we don't want to screw around. So, so. Are, you, are you just dropping down, then? Is that what you're doing? Oh, is this the end of the road? Well, it's he's he's on a ledge. All you see is mist up to everybody's waist, up to his chest. And then you can hear water dripping below you, but it sounds like it's 10 or 15 feet below you. Oh, we're more on a landing than like uh, I'm thinking of it. Yes. I'm thinking of it as like the like a like a crater with a, or a volcano with a ring around it or something. No, this is more like yeah, this is more like a landing. Oh, well, uh, we reach into Autumn's, uh pouch there and take out his little string and tie up uh, Meep and lower him um. down. <laughs> um actually he he doesn't have it <laughs> i'm wild shaped into an earth elemental so that all my be- all my stuff becomes that too yeah. oh really yeah yeah oh but well, I, really reach big. My, I reach into my pouch of my my pouch of holding and i pull out rope mm-hmm. we tie meep 
and we lower him down. Um, okay. I take out the flying carpet. There you well, go. I wanted to be able to. I wanted to be able to pull you back in case uh, something happened down there. Yeah, Croker's fishing looking out you. for you. Okay, that's right. So you go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. We could put All you. Right. We could put you on the rope. Or we could put you on the magic carpet. Yeah. So you go down magic carpet. You go down into the mist um, until you can just touch water, and you and you realize that it, the way it smells, it's probably. At this sure. point, it's probably no longer sewage. It's probably just all the runoff from the city as it's stormed and whatnot, and it's just eked through the rubble. So it's, it's. I mean, it's still pretty foul because it's you know decomposed bodies and there's all kinds of nasty shit in there. But it's not technically sewage. It's, it's like a like water just, treatment facility. It's gotcha. it's like disgusting soup is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll fly back up and report to the guys what we have. Now, how big is this? Like, do we, is this the only route that we have to go or do we need to go across? Is there a ledge on the other side? Are you, so you're going to scout it? Yeah. Okay. So there is a ledge on the other side. Um, and it is, it's basically the same thing. This was some sort of, it, it appears that there was some sort of like metal bridge that had gone from one landing to the other that walked out over the sewer. Um, but something kind of caved in from the roof and, and just crashed it down into the sewer. So there's also a lot of kind of, rubble and and ironwork like bridge is just all broken and bent down in there so it's um you gotta i mean you can just hop down into it if you want to but you have to pass it to pass it you have to either go down and across and back up or you have to find is there a place so kroger hooked that rope around me i'm gonna message him with my fingernail then i'm gonna fly across look for a place to hook the rope onto okay um it's easy enough to do there's enough on the other end the entryway has kind of caved in on one side a little bit and there are enough large rocks and it's only, I mean, it's only, you know, 30 foot across the span. So with what I'm assuming is a 50 foot rope, it's, there's enough there. You can tie it off. And with bright axe, because he's really heavy, he could stand on the flying carpet and pull himself across. If he was by himself. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can stay, I can stay on top of the liquid too. So. Oh yeah, that's true. That's a neat trick. Okay. Okay. So we'll say you guys all get across. Yeah, you spend five or six minutes kind of navigating this, and then get to the other side. Um, Awesome. It is your turn to roll to see what kind of room you're going to have. All right. I got a natural twenty. Got a natural twenty. All right. So you. So the next rock you go, or rock, the next room you go into, um, you guys are managed to walk into the room, and this one is more like walking through a portal. Like you can't see through the door, and it's it's kind of like in Stargate when he kind of pushes his face through, and then he can all of a sudden see something else. Um, you do the same thing, and this one is almost. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what it is coming in. I, I don't know that all of you would recognize it, but it's basically it's it's an incursion of like the astral plane. So it's just open space and you can see different rocks and boulders and things like that that are kind of floating. Not very money, but it's, it's kind of wreckage of the room that's just kind of floating out there. And at the far end, you see what is just another gate um, on the end of it that you assume to be the doorway out. Oh, would I know about how the astral plane there? works? Or would Rolthar know anything about how the astral plane works? Because he knows magic? Uh... Both you can roll Arcana checks. 
19. He's 19. got it. I only had 17. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know enough about it to know that it's a creepy-ass space and that you really, I mean, your mind is what is all-powerful there. Um, and, and that that's probably how you move, but you've, you've never visited it before. You've never, you've never really, you know, studied the inner workings of it, but, but you know, it's hey, inevitable. Well, sorry. Hey, you want to go first and try this one? Rolthar. I mean, don't we have to like think our way across this one? And if so, do you think Bright Axe is going to make it? <laughs> Boss, Boss, can you hear, do you hear us? Rolthar. I just got back on. Sorry. I lost. Uh, that's why I had my finger up. <laughs> okay. Sorry, my okay. We'll sound this. went out. So, Rolthar, do you think you want to be the first one to try this? I think you have to, like, don't you have to, like, think your way across this? Like, you kind of have to imagine yourself moving through space, like, seeing yourself kind of moving it through space, and you do. I mean, I know very little about it. I've just heard some talk, and I think I read a book once that talked about it, so. I can try it. I'll try anything once. All right. Go for it, buddy. Okay. I'm going to go for it. Okay. So I, uh, you push I off. I, I secretly turn back to the group and mouth, watch this. This is going to be fun. So you push off and it is the strangest sensation you've ever had. And you kind of start to flail at first until you kind of get it, get it under control. Um, make an intelligence check for me. Just a general check. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, it's once you kind of get the lay of the land and kind of figure things out, you start to float towards the door and you and you get a better idea of how to um, how to navigate as you begin floating across um, some of these rocks turn. Make a perception check for me. Six. Six. Okay. So you just see the rocks kind of floating there, turning as you kind of float in between, headed straight for that door. Uh, what are the rest of you going to do? Going to watch, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. <laughs> I'm just following Meep. So. Yeah, likewise. So you're all, you mean Roll Thor? Are you going across or are you waiting with Meep? I'm waiting with Meep. Waiting, okay. waiting with waiting with Meep because he said, "Watch this," so we're watching. Okay. Well, I just want to see what happens before we go jumping out there. I don't know. Fair enough. All right. So, Rolthor, you go floating by, and you um, you just notice what what there's a little bit of movement that kind of catches your eyes. You're passing some of those other rocks, but you don't really think much of it. And you, you think it might've just been a trick of the mind as you kind of float across and connect with the other door. And you realize as you go to connect with the other door, you know, cause you're, the acceleration is very strange. You don't feel like you're going very fast at all, but then you look up and all of a sudden the door is just screaming at you and you begin to panic and just put out your arms and you just come to a really abrupt stop and realize that you're the one controlling kind of the speed here but it's just, it's a very strange effect. It's really got you just kind of thrown off a little bit. 
but you're you're at the other door. So it's kind of like if you were like moving in in like darkness, you wouldn't recognize how fast you're moving until you come up near something else that you can compare your movement with, right? That right. type of feeling. Okay. Right. That's freaky. Well, guys, it looks like he made it. I mean, I think what you do is you have to imagine yourself in the space and work your way across. I, I don't know if you guys want to do something to try to make it easier on us. Maybe we could rope ourselves together or. Sounds like a good idea. In case somebody there, starts to float away. Is there uh, something that we're like up against that we can push off of or. It's, I mean, you can push off of the, of the, the kind of landing that you're on, you can push off, but again, this is, you're propelled more by your mind than pushing off. So right. gravity so isn't what gravity and, and force is not really working. Right. Force what I'm work planning, what I'm planning, of course, uh, because it makes sense to me is I push off and start acting like I'm swimming. <laughs> Okay. Um, make an uh, make an intelligence check for me. Can you turn that light on? What'd you get? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. So you push off and you begin flailing like crazy. Are we picking something up? Um, kind of like Alex has got something. Alex, I think somebody just have a voicemail going. Okay, I just muted him. Okay, that must have been what it was. Somebody was checking voicemail or something. So anyway, um, again, you push off and you begin to flail the same way, um, and then realize, okay, I've got this, I've got this, and you start going forward a little bit. Okay. Okay. Me. Right. Now go. I'll just check. Okay. I do want to point out that the entire way across, I am swimming. Okay. All right. That's because fair. That's fair. I think that's what's working. <laughs> okay. okay. Are you doing a backstroke or a breaststroke or what are you doing? <laughs> Full stroke. That's right. I got, I got a, I got a 22 and I'm just going to float by him if I can and give him a really weird stare. Like, okay. What are you doing? (laughs) So bright axe, you're sitting there swimming and you're, you know, you feel like you're doing a good job and you're making your way. And all of a sudden you see at a relative speed, you see me rocket by you with this weird look on his face. He looks completely relaxed and normal, but he is traveling so much faster than you. You almost don't even see him. And as he comes up, He's going to pass you. Um, actually, I should probably get everybody else in. So, uh, Otham, what do you... Ooh, you get to make an intelligence check as an Earth Elemental. Yay. I am rolling awesome. I got an 18, and then plus... Uh, Earth Elemental's are pretty smart. They have a plus 7 on their... Sa- is it a save or just the intelligence check? It's just the check. Okay. Uh, okay, so just plus 2. So, non-natural 20. Uh, natural 20. Okay. So you're almost pacing me. In fact, you guys blow by bright axe. You pass him on both the left and right. I'm, I'm and he swimming on my back. I'm yeah. And, and bright axe realizes he needs to start swimming faster. So you see him start flailing faster, but he's not actually gaining any ground relative to you. Um, 
And then Rolthor's uh, already across, and then Croker. Oh, yes. Uh, it, and it's the it's not the saving throw modifier. It's the other modifier, correct? Yeah, straight intelligence check. Yep. So uh, th then that would be a 19. Sweet. A 19. All right. So and then right behind, I mean, just behind off them as this giant earth elemental comes Croker. And he's just doing the Iron Man flying. Right. So he's got his legs straight back. He's got his arms back. Uh, as though he's got thrusters controlling him. Um, Meep, as you begin to cross the rock threshold, um, you do see with your... what? What's your passive perception? My passive perception? No, Meep's. He's going to get there first. No. You're muted, Chris. 16, 16. 16, okay. You notice just out of the corner of your eye, and it, it the danger doesn't strike you, you don't realize it's danger until it's too late as you're kind of crossing that threshold between them. And again, um, Autumn is right behind you and Croker is right behind him. Um, you see this, that active camouflage from the dogs that you saw earlier, you begin to connect it as, Oh, there's actually a creature there. And as you look, there's a creature on each rock on either side of you. Um, these launch themselves at you but they're going really slowly so i want you the, th the three of you so well this is it meep and no meep and Otham and croaker um i want you guys to make charisma saving throws mm. holy shit are you kidding me? Well, that sucks <laughs> ass. So, so that's the one. That's the one that Earth Elementals are not good at. <laughs> yes! yes. So Spellman did all right. Okay, what'd you get? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. My, my a negative one. I got a one well, with a negative one. It, we're all gonna blow nice. this one. I got a um, twelve. A twelve. All right, and author thirteen. I got beat by okay. Earth Elemental. Yep. So you all fail. So Brad as you're looking at these guys and you're swimming like hell and you're trying to speed up and trying to speed up and you're still just kind of moping along. You realize maybe that's not such a bad thing as these things drop their active camouflage and they look very similar to like the best way I can describe it is they're kind of these these fleshy sacks with tentacles on the bottom. They're mm. kind of they're they're kind of like the flood and halo, the kind of pop, um, mm -hmm. except instead of like a humanoid bottom, it's more um, like there's a trunk and then it's like octopus tentacles hanging off where the legs and the arms would be. How big are they? Um, they're about humanoid size, right. and they lash out, um, and you are all going to get grabbed by one. So the the front one manages to grab Meep, or the one on the right rather manages to grab Meep. And then the one on the left, because they're so close together, uh, manages to grab Krol Thor, Croker, Krol Thor, Krol Thor. We're just Croker gonna make him Otham. one character now. That's right. Um. Okay, and they are going to reel you in to within ten feet of them, and then their air sacs just kind of go, and then similar to the flood things, they burst. We just got um, que we just got queefed on by these astral plane. You did the giant sacks. You did. 
So each of you are going to take five, six, seven points of force damage. And then force damage? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it just it's it's like an explosion. It just pops and it's just like the, ex- oh, the concussive okay. force that hits you. I was thinking Star Wars. I'm like, what? Like that mental? How much how much was that? I'm sorry, say that again. Seven. Seven points. It was very little. Um but uh uh who went first? Meep? Yeah. Okay. Roll a D4. Oh, shit. Four. Four. Okay. Um, you feel out of nowhere your connection to the weave strengthens, and you feel like you're just fine. What? So okay. That's the effect that it has on you. Um, Croker... You are covered in like this just glop. Um, it's just this this gross kind of slime, um, and you slime. feel you feel your connection to your magical essence and even to your axes just disappears. You just you don't feel connected at all, and you don't feel like you can cast. Uh, roll a d four. A two. A two. Okay. All nice. right, and and then yeah. And then who is left? Otham. If you've expended any spell slots, that you, you get a level one spell slot back. Okay. And that was it. So they just pop next to you and they all had a different magical effect on you. Like the effect that they had on you, some was good and some was bad. Uh, for a relatively short amount of time. Now, we're not rolling to initiative in combat, so the, the length of this is basically going to be until you get to the other end of the room. But going forward, if you see more of these, you'll kind of know what to expect. Um, but they did they, so did they sting did, when they grabbed you. They stung us, they belched in our face, and now we're free? Yeah, they they exploded. So you've oh, got gotcha. chunks of them on you. But they, gotcha. I mean, they literally just, they, they grabbed you, they pulled you near, and then they yep. popped all over you. Oh, they, they! I thought they grappled us. No, no, no! You're, okay. you're, you're free. They, they, they grappled you to pull you in. But when they pop, you're just there's right. just chunks. You've got calamari all sense. over you. Yeah, they're little suicide mission thingies, kamikazes, yes. as it were. Yes. Oh. So you guys make it to the other side where Rolthor is waiting for you. Rolthor, did you poke your head into the next room, or are you good? Uh, I was going to poke my head in the next room. Yes, I was going to okay. go ahead and open the door. Okay. I will probably um, examine the. I'm not a thief of any sort, but I was going to examine the door and make sure there's nothing there that I need to worry about. Well, it's like on the other side. It's almost. It's less of a door, more of like a like a magical membrane, and you just kind of push yourself oh, okay. through it a little bit. Uh, go ahead and roll your d20. Just a plain old d20. Yep. Seven. Okay. And so as you stick your head in, it is, again, an icier landscape. Um, but it's weird because there's – so this room is a really large room. It's about the size of a football field. Like, it's enormous. And there's icicles hanging from the ceiling. Um, there are 
there's there's like really thick snow but then off to one side coming out of the wall there's there's what was probably at one time just like a a big opening for for raw sewage to come through it's like a big pipe um it's actually got lava coming out of it and it kind of has pooled on the floor a little bit and cut a groove across the chamber and it's not very wide like it would be easily navigable but it's just weird to see the fire and ice on top of each other like that all right I'm going to wait for everybody else to okay. show up. Okay. So it's a hot minute before Bright X catches up, but he does manage to catch up, um, feeling rather refreshed after his swim. Um, and you guys, are you going to push through, I assume, the door? Not that you can really do anything else right now, but. No, I, yeah, let's push through. Okay. So as you guys enter this chamber, um, you immediately, Croker, you probably pick up on it first. Uh, but you immediately feel like you're being watched. All right. All right. Well, I uh, I tell everybody to be prepared. Somebody's here. Okay. I pull out both my pistols to have them ready. Okay. I reach All for right. my axes since I don't think they're there. And, and you find that they are, you've recovered. So, Meep, your, your feeling of solidness with the weave has, has right. retreated. And you're back, to, right. you're back to feeling the way you were. Um, and Croker, uh, same with you. you. You feel reconnected. So whatever, whatever that effect was had, uh, has uh, stopped. I feel a little so bit you like go I'm in Willy Wonka's candy shop right now. Uh, well, you kind of are in a, in a weird way. Um, so as you guys enter this door and you kind of mount up on both sides of the door, as you're facing in, as I said, it's a room, it's about the size of a football field. Um, there's not a ton of cover, but there is a lot of snow on the ground. That's relatively deep. And again, on the right hand side, there's the one pipe with the lava just kind of flowing out of it. And it's going across the floor and it's, it's basically bisecting the room at, at roughly the 45 or 50 yard line. The lava itself, the flow, as far as you can tell from where you are, the flow is only, maybe i mean maybe three or four feet across it's easily jumpable but there is lava flowing through an icy room okay um so as you guys take up like how is there a specific way you want to kind of enter the room is there anything specific you want to do before you kind of push through here um so our main obstacle here is a lava flow through an icy room how do we get across the lava flow? you said it's jumpable though right it, it, from where you are, it appears to be easily jumpable. It's well, just we got the weird. carpet again. It's yeah. Your bigger threat is Croker feels like you're being watched. Okay. All right. So we have a okay. Let's see here. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna adjust. So I'm just gonna stand there, and I am just going to survey the room. I'm not gonna move. I let them kind of go off to start planning how to get over there. I just look for any sign of movement or Can a I, shadow or a light or something because somebody's here. Okay. Can I look so for what tracks I, or investigate for tracks anywhere nearby? Okay. So, yeah. So, let's start with Spellman. Yeah. Go ahead and make either an investigation or a perception check, whichever is better for you. I don't really care. Uh, perception is much better. Okay. <clears throat> Can I help him say his advantage? No, you're doing your own thing. Okay. So 27. 27. Okay. All right. Really and then 
Meep, yeah. you're taking a look around for tracks, you right. said? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. 22. Okay. Nice. So a couple of things happen at once. So Croker just kind of goes in and takes a stance. And as he adjusts and he kind of knows what he's looking for, he sees in front of you basically most of the way across the chamber on the other, just on the other side of that lava. So probably on, you know, if the, again, if this is a football field, probably on the opposite 30 yard line, um, you see a very large form that is taking advantage of that active camouflage, but you can kind of make out the blur. It's kind of the telltale shimmer of the, you know, the predator. Right. Uh, but it's really, it's really big. It's like the size of a troll. Um, you also see another one or a grouping of them off to its right-hand side, your left-hand side. So all the way up and to the left uh, and a little bit behind. So about the 25 yard line back there. Um, and it appears to be there's a the masses are kind of moving. It appears to be more than one, but it's it's too difficult to tell them where you are. Um, Chris, me, brother, as you are looking um, for the tracks, you do manage to find a couple. They're they're about ten or twelve feet in front of you. You roll really high, so you get a good peek at it. But you realize there's probably something burrowed into these snowbanks somewhere. Color me happy so, I didn't get to say what I was going to do. I was going to go pee in the lava, but now probably a good thing I didn't. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell Croker what I found. Wait, Croker, what, what do you think could be broad in this area? I put my put my finger to my lips like I'm shushing him. But I actually touch the um, fingernail with my other mm -hmm. finger, and I whisper, large, large enemy straight across to his left, small group milling about. Okay. Large enemy. So... To his left, milling about. Yeah, that's enough. That's yeah. enough for you. I'm going to. I'm going to gently point in the area, like right. Try nonchalantly be like, like I'm scratching my nose, but kind of point <laughs> in the area that he's <laughs> he's mentioning, and kind of nod my head, like, is that it? And right. unconsciously, you see his tail point straight at what he's pointing. He's trying to be subtle about <laughs> his unconsciously. His tail like does one of those things straight at it. <laughs> Okay. All right, there, Meep. Uh, allergies. Uh, no, it, it'll be okay. Now they're on the I, other side of the little of the of the lava. The floor is lava, though, right? The ones you saw are the ones Meep saw, or where he saw the tracks. You would expect to be actually fairly close, but Under, burrowed into the snowbank, into the mound. How close? How close are the mounds? Uh, Ten, twelve feet. Oh, they're right there. Yeah. All right. I I'm usually I usually don't do this, so I put my axes away and I pull out my pistol. Oh. Are the uh, are there any open parts of those mounds? Like there's a hole into a lair or anything like that? They're just snow mounds, right? 
Yeah, not, not from where you can see. Meepsies where the tracks kind of went up to it and then the snow is disturbed. But again, it's 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 less like it tunneled and more like it just kind of burrowed in. So it could be moving under there. It could have just gone in there to sleep. It could have gone in there to prepare and wait. You just don't know. Uh, could I stealth up and try to look inside the hole? I know that's not wise. I know it's not. Yeah, but go go sure. for it. Make make pull, your stealth check. I pull my, my gun and I point to that. I take mound. both pistols out and I point to him and I'm like, point at me and I'm like, point at the burrow and I sneak quietly up. Oh, thank God for advantage. <laughs> Tw- 24. 24. All right. So you sneak up to these mounds um, and you actually get up really close. And it's actually, there's not a tunnel entrance. It's just the snow is roughed up where something burrowed in and it kind of collapsed behind it. But you um, are so quiet that nothing quite happens. I'm going to sneak say? up behind him okay. oh, shit. as well. And I've got a 21. A 21. Okay. So you kind of crawl up there with him. I look behind me and see him and I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I see I both of them that. going that direction. So I'm going to sneak up behind Bright Axe. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> I got a, natu- roll day. a natural 20 plus. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> All I want to say is that you guys wonder why I gave up being a thief. This is exactly the reason. Right hey, here. we're totally stealthy, man. I thought we were going. Yeah. In. Yep. All right, Roll Thor and Croker, what are you guys doing? Croker, you've kind of just whipped out the gun and you're you're hanging loose. Well, I was going to wait to see if something jumped out at at uh, Meep. Apparently these guys yeah. are quieter than fuck, so not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Roll Thor, what are you going to do? Even the giant minotaur. Yeah. Quiet as hell. Yeah, I was kind of doing the same thing. I wanted to wait and see what was going to happen, pop out to see where I was going to have to fireball. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I would like to hide because I know something's going to jump out soon. <laughs> where Where are you going to hide? Are you going to burrow into the snow? Uh, yeah, right where that creature went. <laughs> I'm totally burrowing right there. That sounds like a great idea. No, is there something nearby mm-hmm. where I could kind of hide behind so that if it came burrowing out, I could shoot it? It's. I mean, it's mostly snow banks, so the snow is kind of up and down. Me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll hide behind Bright Axe. Okay, so you slip behind Bright Axe. Um, Croker. And then I pull the trigger. Okay, what are you shooting at? <laughs> which which one are you I'm shooting, shooting at? at which the target? mound that he's in front of. <laughs> okay. The mound right. that he's, that they snuck up on. Nothing popped out. But I know it's there. Okay. So once again, we so, sneak up only to blow our own cover. This is perfect. I love it. This is awesome. All right, so with that, we're going to go ahead and roll initiative. So <laughs> that's amazing. That is just absolutely stunning. Okay. I love this plan. I love All right. So what could go wrong? Okay, roll Thor, what'd you get? I'm just going in the order I have 12. on my screen. 12? Okay, Croker? Yep. 21. 21. Awesome. So if I'm rolling initiative, that's just a dex, right? Plus proficiency or no? Yeah. Uh, no, dex plus, plus dex bonus. Yeah, right. Plus dex bonus. Dex no, plus, no plus, plus proficiency. No, you don't add proficiency to initiative. Okay. No, that's an initiative. You you know? Know? So it appears oh. that I would have a negative one. So that's a 14. Okay. Bright X. 
Twelve. Twelve. Uh, plus two decks. Me, I saw an eleven that popped on you. Is that yep. Okay. Highest decks got the lowest initiative score. Woohoo! Nice. Okay, and then I've got. Well, their initiative just sucks. Okay. So, Croker, you are going to go ahead and go first. So, you go ahead and take that shot. Go ahead and make it with disadvantage, please. Disadvantage? It's a sneak attack. But you don't know what you're shooting at. I'm shooting at the mound. I know how to hit the side of a barn. <laughs> take a shot at disadvantage. All right. It's a 12 or a 10. So, hold on a second. Uh, 14. 14. Okay, so you pop into the snow, um, and snow just kind of goes everywhere. You don't feel like you scored a hit, like nothing, nothing. there's no blood or anything, but something immediately just comes flying out of the snow because you scared the holy hell out of it. Um, ah, ah. Skitters down in front of you, and it's one of those, it's one of those black dogs with the red eyes. Yeah, um, and it kind of it it skitters to a stop in front of you and kind of starts shaking the snow off. Um, to your left, one more pops out, and so there are two of them, kind of right in front of you guys, um, and they're not. I mean, they're within ten feet. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's going to pull us to bonus action recall axes. Okay. Um, on the other end of the room, uh, and Croker, you're more keyed into this than anybody else is, but you see the larger of the beans that you saw down there drops its active camouflage. And what you see is a massive humanoid. It's large. It's, it's probably a little bit bigger than bright axe. It's got really pallid, saggy skin, um, but it's not bulky like you would expect of a being that big. It's almost like lithe, like the, the arms and legs are really long and thin. Um, it's got like pustules that are kind of just oozing stuff out of it, and it's got an iron band that goes across its eyes. You can't actually see nice. its eyes. The lips are ripped off, and it's all you see is bloody gums and teeth. Um, and it's got scars all over its body uh, that look like they're in patterns. Um, and it's wearing not much more than a loincloth. And it just I, begins to lumber towards you. I shout, Bright X, awesome, across the room. And so they could see it as to, well. You know what? It's going to go ahead and you see it reach down. Um, you see it reach down onto its thigh. And that's where a bunch of the scarring is. And you realize that the pattern is, it almost looks like a crossbow and you see this thing and it's nails kind of grow out just a little bit and it reaches into its thigh and just kind of stabs itself and then begins to pull and is basically flaying the skin off of itself in the form of this crossbow and kind of snaps it. And all you see is down where he grabbed it is just wet muscle and blood kind of running down. And then this crossbow he's got, and he just, he aims it right at, you since you took the shot, Croker, um, and he's going to release a bolt at you. Oh my gosh, this is gross. And that's going to be a 29 on the first shot and a 17 on the second shot, 18 on the second shot. So uh, as a uh, reaction, 
um, shield casts. Okay. So that gives me a 21 armor class. Okay, so the first one will still hit, but the second one will not. Yep. Okay. So... I don't know how to use that spell. (laughs) You are going to take 20 points of piercing damage as the first one just... Just you, you cast your shield spell, um, and it just bursts straight through it and catches you in the sh- in the side. Um, and when it hits, you notice this this bolt. It's just fucking gross. It's like it's just like really like really super hardened skin. Like it's nasty um, as it pierces into you. The second one hits again. What would have been your face, but you're able to just with the shield spell just kind of knocks it aside. And it just kind of flips off into the distance. All right. It is Otham's turn. How far away from this big beast thing that just came up am I? Uh, probably, if that was on the 35-yard line, start moving forward, you're probably still a good 30 yards away. 30 yards away, okay. Yes. <clears throat> I am going to do my full run towards it. Okay. So that's 60 feet for me. Okay. So you go running across um, as you, as you're passing, that's going to take your path is going to take you between the two dog things. Are you okay with that? Oh, well, they're all to, were... to your left and right. They're right in front of you, but they're kind of, so they popped out from the sides and they're in front oh. of you. Well, and you're wanting to run straight through them, basically, to get well, to the other guy. you know what? I'll run up to them, and I'll just try to grab them and smash them into the snow okay. as I go by. I'm not going to go by. I'm going to stop at them. I'm sorry. I didn't realize they were right between us. That's okay. So, yeah. That, this, I'll, I'll it's, hit it's hard. It's hard without a map, but I'm still trying oh, you're to get kind of theater of the mind here. So Yeah, you're okay. good. So, so I'll just slam. I'll slam the one on the left first, and then I'll okay. slam the one on the right. Okay. One fist each. Um, I got an 18 to hit and a 19 to hit. Both of those hit. Okay. 2d8. The first one, the one on the left takes 19 points of damage. Oof. Okay. And the one on the right takes only 14 points of damage. As I just okay. run up, just with a closed fist, just go smash right down on on their body or whatever. So the first one just crumples. It's not dead, but you have you have massively hit this thing. Uh, the second one takes a hit as well. Um, not as bad, but you've still you you've knocked some of the fight out of these things. Okay, and let's see. That's going to take you to. Oh, I need to be hitting the next button, dumbass. Uh, Bright axe. So in front of you, Brad X, just to set the scene, you've got snowbanks on the left, snowbanks on the right. Um, Alex just, well, Otham just ran up in front of you and just started smacking these dogs around. And across on just the other side of the lava stream is this big hunter thing that has, uh, has decamouflaged itself. Okay. Um, how far are the uh, big trolley looking things away? Uh, pretty far. You're still a good. What I say, Alex? Thirty yards, somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah, thirty yards. Yeah, it's 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 a shot. Oh, 
that's 30 feet, so that won't help me. Um, okay, so I guess I will uh, swing at one of the dog things. Okay, so you go run up next to Arthur, and the one on the left is all kinds of fucked up. The one on the right is not much better. Which one are you going to attack? First hit on the one on the left. Okay. That's like a, a 20 to hit. Yep, that hits. Something like that. Um, oh, I'm sorry. 23 to hit. Okay. And that is 14 points of damage. Yep, so you immediately go up and just finish the job. You just lop its head off. Step over to the one, the other one. 24 to hit. Yep. And that's only 10 points of damage. 10 points get you there. So um, same thing. So you lop the first one's head off, do this kind of funky spin move um, and just bring the ax down on the other one kind of mid spine. And it just kind of crunches under the weight of it and goes down. Okay. Well done. Uh, Roll Thor, it is to you. So from your perspective, you're kind of back by the door still because you didn't enter with the rest of those guys. Um, You see the bulk of what you see is Otham's massive form in front of you. Uh, Bright Axe is not quite as massive form there. The two dogs they've killed. And then across the way is this really tall, gangly looking thing that is a little freaky looking kind of coming at you. All right. So I'm going to cast lightning bolt at the tall gangly thing that's coming towards me a little bit coming towards okay, what's, the one thing on the other side what's so, the range on that it's, it's you said they're 30 yards away well from yeah, those guys probably probably an additional 10 from you because you didn't go up with the others so it's probably 40 yards away and you can move up into range it wouldn't be a big deal okay yeah i'll do that then yeah so i was just listening to the 30 yards for the other people so okay um, um okay. i'll move up enough well, to be able to cast that Okay, roll. Uh, what level are you casting that at? I am going to cast it at fourth level. Fourth level. Okay, and then roll your d twenty. Our low number is good because I got a one. You got a one. <laughs> um, so the spell does not work. Oh. Um, I need you to roll. A constitution saving throw. Constitution, all right. Saving throw. That would be a 10. A 10. And you go mute for four rounds, which means you will not be able to cast any spells that have a verbal component. So you go to cast your lightning bolt and you can kind of, as, as things start to kind of light up around your fingers and you go to let it go and nothing happens and you go to just say like shit, but all that comes out is just your lips. You just go and nothing's there. Um, On an upside, roll four is going to be quiet for the next four rounds. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have, you do have a little bit of movement left. Do you want to move up or are you good where you are? I'm good where I am. Okay. All right. Um, that was Rolthor. Meep. 
Got on mute. Got You're on muted. mute. You're muted. You're so excited, too. You look very right? enthusiastic, though, yeah. So I'm going to grab my Steel Defender as a bonus action and roll him out so he can get activated. Okay. And then I'm going to grab my eight eight little ball bearings, whisper into them in, uh, my magical words, and then take them and throw them at the beast and cast Fairy Fire on it. Okay. Uh, roll your d20. This could suck. How'd you do it? It's going to be awesome. Either way. One. One. All right. Roll a uh, con- constitution saving throw. Sweet. Damn it. Can't fucking roll tonight. Um, that's going to be a 16. 16 fails. You only get it for two rounds. You have fallen mute for two rounds. Okay. Is that what Rolthar rolled too? I'm sorry, I had to step out. Yeah, for a you were he, yeah, he rolled the exact same thing. Mother freaking goodness. Okay. Yup. Okay. There he goes. Yeah, the dice are not being kind tonight. All right. Um, back in that corner where Croker saw the kind of mass of things, you see anybody who's looking that way sees um, four more things drop their active camouflage. And what you see are three more of those little dog things. And you see one more that is a humanoid size. It looks very similar to the, uh, to the big one in that it's very light. It's almost like heroin chic thin, like it's super thin. Um, this one doesn't have any scarring, but it's still super pallid, pallid thin skin um, and some pustules here and there. He again has the lips ripped off and just has gnashing teeth that are there. And he has the iron band across his eyeballs. And it's almost, it doesn't go all the way around. It's almost like it's bolted into his temples. Like it's, it's just stuck there somehow. Kind of like Keith Um, Richards. Got it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, He is going to, let me see what the range on this is. I think I've got it. Yes. So you see it as it, as it comes, a, it, it, as it decamouflage, decloaks, and it kind of just points towards you guys, and the dogs begin to take off. Now it's not their rotation, so they're not there. And then you see this, this thing open up in front of him, and he steps through. And when he comes out on the other side, another one opens up actually behind Rolthor, um, which is unknown to Rolthor, and it's going to step out it, it cast a mention door um okay you're not gonna like what i rolled for the, my magic scale um and it's going to just flick a moat and so, Rolthor, you just see from behind you, um, this, this moat of light kind of flips over um, and kind of lands in front of you, kind of between you and Croker. Uh, I need each of you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Just Croker and, and Rolthor. Dexterity, 21. Okay. Rolthor. 
19. Okay, you actually both pass. So the moat lands on the floor, and Rolthor takes a look at this thing and goes, oh, shit, thinking that might be Fireball. It's it's a similar type of moat. Um, and there is an explosion. Uh, it is going to be... Six, ten, thirteen, twenty-three, twenty-seven plus. Nope, not plus anything. So twenty-seven halved is going to be. You each take thirteen points of force damage. Um, and that's it. Neither of you were stunned because you both passed. So it just this moat kind of flies over you, kind of lands, and then boom, and just kind of staggers you guys back. Uh, it does not feel great. Um, and then the thing is going to run to the left of the chamber. Um, you guys is left of the chamber. So it's going to be kind of the, the five yard line on your side to the left. If you're thinking on a football field and that is its turn. Uh, next up are the dogs. They're just going to come running towards you. There's three of them that are just running, um, straight towards your group, but they're still pretty far away. It's going to be a hot minute before they get over there. Oh, Crowthlet's not here. Why is he showing up? That's weird. Okay, Croker, your turn again. All right, I run at the little skinny guy that just ran in between uh, Rolthar and I. How far away? He's pretty close, I'm assuming. He popped up behind him. Yeah, he's within range. I mean, he's probably twenty feet away, but he's it's oh, easy yeah. enough to get to him. Yeah. So I so I run at him and and I attack him with uh, my axes. Okay. All right, you ready? Yep. Yeah, you forgot to say, "Have to your mom." Oh, Dad, what is that? Oh. I don't know what is that, Dad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. A lot of action in his house. Sounds like a failing initiative score there, bud. Like how much? Stick All right. First one's a twenty-four. Okay. Second one's a 24. Okay. Third one is an 11. Okay. So you come up to this thing and you're, you just come up cranking full bore and this thing moves faster than anything you have ever seen. And it starts to sidestep and you think you're actually, you think your first one's a miss, but you do manage to catch him, and you turn. So you, you kind of slash down, you know, his chest and then kind of come across again and kind of take take him in the thigh. And the first two get him before he manages to take a step back. He's really fast, though. Um, but you do manage to snag him with two. So go ahead and roll your damage. All right, my damage is going to be 24 points of damage because I charged him. Okay. Total. Okay. So in it, ugh, it kind of takes a step back and, and staggers just a little bit. All right. Um, oh, I'm not done. Oh, okay. Since I have them on the on the um, on the back, I'm gonna take my action surge. Okay. I'm gonna do it again. Okay. You okay with that? Yeah. It's your action surge. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know, actually, no, 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 no. No, no, no. That's not what I wanted to do. Sorry. I'm going to do second wind as a bonus action. That's what I wanted to do. Okay. Second wind lets me gain D10, 
D10 plus 13. So I'm going to ugh, 16 total hit points back. A three plus okay. 13. So it's something. Sorry. A D10 plus three. There's no way you could get 16. Was it two D10? Plus 13. Oh, I'm sorry. I D10 plus 13. Okay. Copy that. Yeah. That makes more I sense. I only got a three on the D10. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Sorry. Sorry. That's all right. That's all right. So with that, you hear um, uh, a bellow was the wrong word because that implies it's deep. It's more like just a screech. just like a as the big hunter um, comes charging across and just hops over the lava um, and comes barreling towards you guys. Uh, right axe, based on where you were, he's not super far from you, uh, but he's not close enough to engage yet. Um, so he's kind of rolling up. So bright axe, you'll be the first one he gets to meep. You're just a little behind bright axe and to the right and croaker. You're 10 or 15 feet behind bright axe and to the left. And then roll still over there by the door. I'm sorry, croaker. You're further away than that. You move to get to the hunter. Yes. Um, did Otham ever go? Did Otham get his attacks? Uh, it's not his turn yet. He, he oh. went the first time because he plowed, he plowed into those dogs. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. All right. Um, and he is going to, with his action, oh, what is he going to do? He is going to, nope, same thing. He's just got that crossbow still in his hand. He is going to aim it at now Bright Axe, who is the closest. And he's going to take two shots at Bright Axe and one at Meep. So. The crossbow? Damn. Yeah. Uh, but I rolled balls. Um, so the two shots. Yeah, I got a 13 and a 12 against Bright Axe, so that's not going to hit. And then against Meep, that's significantly better. Uh, that's a 19 against Meep. That's going to hit. I thought it might. Except for my Steel Defender, puts him at disadvantage. Oh, okay. Well, let's do... That is still a 19. I rolled significantly better on the second one. Fuck you, Bright Axe. Yeah. How much did do anything? That is going to be 10, 13, 14, plus 5, 19 points. I'm sorry, I looked at the wrong one. That's not true. No, that is true. Uh, what did I just say? 14 19. points? 19 points. Um, 19 points of piercing damage. Um, as you take a shot, and it sticks you right in the tender spot where the, uh, where the planetar hits you. Um, a couple of days ago. Um, it does not okay. feel good. No, that did not feel good. Okay. Um, Otham. I would like to attack or run towards the closest big guy. Okay. you Actually, that's fairly easy to do. So you were right in kind of that, that melee as well. Right. So you are able to close and get, if you want to, you can engage them at, at melee range. I would totally want to. Okay. And just just one, or are they for? Yeah. I will. There's punch. only one of the big guys. There's one oh, of the big okay. guys, and then the other one said. that was so fast was 
He looks a lot like him, but he's oh, a, he's he's like humanoid fast. size. Yeah, I got you. Okay, I'm gonna go after the big guy. So I'm gonna okay. slam him twice. Just punch him. Oh man, I got a ten and a seventeen. Uh, no one either of those. So you go, wham! Hit the ground. Pull up and wham! Hit the ground again. Uh, do not manage to hit. Okay. I actually just just for knowledge sake i don't run all the way up because i have a 10 foot reach so okay. i'm i'm gonna stay just far enough away so he has to approach me okay that's so, fair okay all right and that's it uh bradax well i would like to start by raging okay so you feel that sweet sweet adrenaline pour into your veins and i'm going to charge over to the the big guy. Okay. And unleash the, the axe. Okay. Casting axe. Um, casting it recklessly. So the first one's a 27 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. For 19 points of damage. Okay. Second one is a 29 to hit. Yup. And I can't remember if I've got that critical thing yet. Um, no, I don't think I have that thing. Okay. Um, and that one is a... Another 16 points of damage. Okay. And uh, I've got a, an 11 on my magic roll for my storm aura. Okay. Go ahead and do your damage for that. Or do I have to do a saving throw first? Lightning damage. Right? He does a deck save. Okay. Uh, balls on the deck save. I, I, whatever it is, I failed it. So unless, 10 unless points like of 12. lightning damage. Okay. All right. So you guys see all of this going on. You see Bridex run up and whack, whack, whack. He, or Well, whack, whack and zap. And as the lightning kind of, you know, courses through his shoulders, down to his wrist, through the axe, and really kind of lights this guy up. It's one of those things you can, it's kind of Darth Vader, you know, when he's getting fried, as you can see kind of the skull poking through and things like that. Um, Bright Axe actually sprouts wings on his back. Um, they would be enough to carry, say, an Autham or someone, but they just look really small on him. But he does have feathered wings that just right out, um, and they start kind of flapping. He's not used to having them, so they're they're not making them fly, but they're flapping somewhat semi-controlledly. So wait, is this like the little Caesar guy when he has his wings? That's or is right. it the Red Bull wings? Uh, yeah, well, there you go. I think we got to go with the Red Bull in this case, yes. All right. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to do? That's probably about it for you, right? Um, that's all. Okay. Sweet. Very good. Rolthor, you are mute, but otherwise unharmed. You are... The, uh, the, the fast one is about 15 feet to your left. So... I don't really have any good spells I can cast without 
talking. Can I use the logic razor as my weapon, or do I have to be able to talk to use that for anything? No, that'll snap. That'll snap for you. Okay, so I'm gonna. I'll get the closest one to me, the left, whichever one's closest. Move towards okay. it and take a swing. Okay. Which ought to be hilarious. Uh, you're gonna get advantage on this. Oh, thank God. Six. Six. Okay. So you come flying up and you, you know, you give this thing the snap hiss, the white blade kind of comes out and you just bring it down on this guy. And again, he's super fast and he literally just sidesteps you and it comes what feels like inches from him. Um, You do, if you had hair on your arms, which I don't think you do as a tiefling, but it would be standing up right now. Like there's something about this guy that's just odd for you with the logic razor in front of him right now. Uh, do you have a second action or, or a second attack, or you get done? No, just done. Uh, just one attack. Okay. All right, Meep. You're muted. Still enthusiastic, but still muted. <laughs> the guy, the guy, the crossbow. How far away is he from me now? Who just shot me? Uh, twenty-five, thirty feet. All right. And is there anybody close by him? Yeah, you've got Brightax and Otham who are right up on him. Okay. Well, Otham yeah, is. Yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and take two pot shots. Okay. Um, that's gonna be an 18. Hits, just hits. And that's gonna be a, a natural 20 for a 29. Nice, well done. Okay, take, so my take first them one is gonna be the sneak attack damage. Because it was the first one I hit with. That's going to be 12 plus 25 points of damage total. Okay. And the second one is going to be for sweet um, 20 points of damage. So that's a total of 45. What did you roll for that one? I rolled an an eight plus four by double the eight because it's a natural 20 to 16 and gotcha. add the four to make it 20. Yeah, it just popped yeah. the 12 on my screen. I just want to make sure you were doubling correctly. Yeah. So, no, yeah. You don't want me to, yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, you take um, your your first shot is a pretty good shot. In fact, you see kind of a chunk fly out of his shoulder. Um, and you just get, again, it just starts to bleed that kind of thick, gooey red blood. Um, as, as you just kind of blow a chunk out of him. Second one does the same thing kind of on his lower side. Um, and he takes two, two good shots. Well done. Um, do you have a bonus action you want to take? Or are you good? Uh, I don't think, uh, I'm just having my steel defender act as kind of a deterrent for people attacking me, kind of defending me. So. Okay. That's All it. right. Um, Actually, roll four. I'll, to, I'll, I'll try to hide. Actually, I will. I'll hide. Okay. I'll hide the uh, snowbank. Make a stealth check. Seventeen. Okay. All right. Rolthor and Croker, you guys are right up on this this fast bastard. Um, he takes a huge interest in the logic razor. As soon as he sees that kind of come out, you have his attention, um, and he is going to look. He 
he's going to take that iron thing on his face and he's going to kind of pop the rivets out and pull it down. Um, and he's going to look straight at you, Rolthor. I need you to make an intelligence saving throw. I can't see. Did you? I'll flip over. Eight. Eight? That is a failure. You are going to take a bunch. Hang on. Uh, eight, nine, My head is going to explode. 18. 29. You are going to take. Oh, that came out low. Huh. You're going to take 29 points of psychic damage, and you are incapacitated until the end of this thing's next turn. Yeah, so you just, I mean, so what happens is it pulls this thing off, and you look at it, and it kind of reminds you of, I think you were the one who took it, I'm, I'm not sure, but it reminds you of when you looked at the algorithm and it did the same thing as this kind of eyes just drew you in. And it was like, it was, it was like going down a, a, a some kind of wacky tunnel in space as the stars just kind of fly by you and you see the, the chaos of the universe um, mixing against the order and things just kind of clashing and, and, and exploding and all kinds of really trippy shit happening is basically what it comes down to. Um, and then after he does that, was counts as two. He is going to. He's going to pull out. Um, so you see him, Croker. You see him, kind of reach to his ab and just kind of rip off a hunk of skin and snap it, and kind of Indiana Jones style. This big long whip made of magical energy kind of comes out, and he's going to strike at you with that. That's going to be real good. That's a twenty-seven to hit. And that's going to do – oh, that hurts. 27, 32 points of psychic damage. I have yeah. uh, resistance to psychic damage. Okay, so that is 16, 15 points of psychic damage. And then, nope, you came out with that razor. He's going to stay right where he is. Okay. Uh, the dogs kind of continue their run. Uh, they make it up to the lava. So they are significantly closer to you guys, but they're still from Autham Bright Axe. They still have to hop the lava and go another probably 10 to 15 feet. So, but they are closing in on you. Um, Make sure there's nothing range that they can do. Five feet around them. Nope, that's it. Uh, so we jump back to the top. Croker, that thing uh, just hits you with that psychic whip. It is right in front of you. Um, what would you like to do? Well, so when the whip hits me, I laugh. <laughs> Always talking shit. You got to. You're in my line of business. 
So I don't want to take a risk on 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 spells here. So I'm just going to keep on swinging with the axes. Okay. Uh, that's a sixteen. A miss. Uh, that's a sixteen. That's a miss. There we go. That's a twenty-two. Twenty-two just hits. So that was my second one. Uh, that does a whole five points of damage. Five whole points of damage. Boom. So then I am going to, uh, this turn, use my action surge. Okay. I am going to uh, swing at him three more times. Okay. Whack, whack, well, whack. Uh, yeah, but if my spell backfires... What spell? Action surge isn't a spell. No, well, I could, I could, I have another turn, so I could do whatever I want. I'm trying to think if I. Oh, I see. You were spell. thinking about casting. Yeah, but every every time I see somebody cast a spell, they get fucked up. So uh, that's going to be a non-natural twenty. Okay. A that's nineteen. A Damn it. Miss. And a natural 20. There we go. Okay. So your first two, again, this thing, I mean, it's almost like you're seeing double. It's just blurring around as you swing at it. You actually, you hit it the first time with your non-natural 20, but it just kind of scrapes the armor. Uh, the second one, he ducks below, but the third one, you manage to connect. Let's see how well. Oh, there we go. So you double that? Double whatever you rolled and then add your modifier. Oh, um, where the hell did it go? Oh, well, I doubled that one. Well, that's bullshit. <laughs> that's only 12 points of damage then. Okay. All right. Uh, and as you hit, <laughs> it lets out a little squawk. Goes, as it, as it takes a, uh, takes a real hit. Okay. Um, it is the big one's turn again. Um, and Bright Axe is right up in its grill, and Otham is next to it. It is going to reach back behind itself, kind of in the kidneys, and tear two more strips of flesh away. Mm. And one of them snaps into what looks like a really big meat hook. Uh, and the other snaps into what is a scimitar. Uh, and again, as you see him, like when he, as he rips these things off, it comes off as flesh. And you just see this nasty ooze kind of come out of him. And then he snaps it too. And it's, it, it looks like it just gets super hardened. Um, and he is going to. Oh, Lord, I'm terrified if he rips off his penis. Yeah, well, you know. Super hardened. Um, that's right. <laughs> um, it is going to. Whoops, I'm looking at the wrong guy. So it's going to take the scimitar attack at Brightaxe as he is closer. Um, and that's going to be pretty good. Yeah, that's up in the 30. The 31 to hit. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. And that's going to be... Twenty-eight points. Twenty-eight points of slashing damage. Uh, so fourteen for you since you're raging. 
Um, so he does that and he kind of spins. So as he hits you with the slash, he kind of spins staying in range of you so that he's not going to take that opportunity attack from you. And as he comes out of his spin, he's going to take this meat hook that he's got and he's going to try and hook it right into Otham's side. Nice. And it is going to, oh, that's a hit. That's a 25 to hit. Yep. Um, and that's going to be. Fifteen, twenty points of damage, and is you that... are considered grappled. It's a piercing damage. Piercing, so he okay. funk right into your side with that, and it grapples you. You're not able to move um, out of his range. Okay. All right, and that is. Oh, I have a third attack. Um, so while I've got you grappled, then I'm going to hit you again. So as he continues the spin, uh, he's going to use the scimitar on you this time. That's going to hit. That's going to be a 30-something, I think. Sure. 32. Um, and that's going to do... Thirty-eight points of slashing damage. Luckily, I only oh. take... Luckily, I only take half damage, too. Uh, well, yeah, that would be luckily. So, <laughs> all right. Um, okay. So, this thing has just laid into you guys. Um... And now it is Otham's turn. Um, so you are, you're grappled in place. You can still make your attacks and whatnot, but you're just, you're stuck with this thing, this hook kind of into your, into your side, kind of where your kidney is. And he's just holding you there and, and looking up at you and you just see that toothy, bloody maw staring at you. Um, I am going to grab his arm that's holding the uh, hook and pull myself closer to him and try to slam him in the face twice. Nice. I have a non-natural. Oh, I got two two non-natural twenties. I rolled. They both two, hit two twelves. Okay. Ooh, the first one's not very much. Ten points of damage. Okay. The second one is more. Uh, Thirteen points of damage. Okay. Uh, and he is definitely starting to look a little worse for the wear. He's he's uh, he's he's pretty bloodied right now. Um, bright axe. Unless I'm sorry, Otham, do you want to take a bonus action or any movement? Are nope. you good? I'm I'm still okay. stuck to him, so I'm not going to try to move away. Okay, bright axe. Okay, okay. I will again cast axe. Okay. My first roll. Because he has him, because he's grappled and, and Alex is physically holding him in place as while well, they're holding each other in place, uh, you're going to get advantage on these shots. Okay. So first shot is a 29 to hit. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah that hits. Um, for... Seventeen points of damage. Okay. Twenty-four to hit. Hits. Oh, sad. Ten points of damage. Okay. And I mean, just gonna stand toe to toe with him. Okay. Um, he is starting to breathe heavy and is starting to uh, starting to look much the worse for wear. 
Uh, roll Thor, you are still stunned. Uh, Meep, it's your turn. All right. So I'm going to run to the side. And as I'm running with my steel defender, uh, I'm going to come and take two pot shots at it. Okay. So you're in a, you're currently hiding in a snowbank. So when you say you're running to the side, are you running to the right I or to the out. left? I pop out. Yeah. I pop out and then run. I'm trying to picture this. I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time grasping where everybody is. Okay. I pop out and I'm going to run to the side. And as I run around bright axe, I'm going to shoot from his left side since he's engaged in battle gotcha. against the guys. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah you could totally do that. I think that flavor pretty poor, but we were going with it. You're good. Um, first attack is a 19. Uh, 19 on that one hits. And second attack is a 22. Yep. So that should be two hits. Uh, first attack is going to be ooh, not as good, but we'll take it. Eight plus 11, 19, 20. 21 points for the first one. And the okay. second one is uh, 30, to, 30 total points. Okay. So overall, 30. Gotcha. So you go run around and then bang, bang, um, you take shots into it. And I forgot, are you, you're supposed to reload with your bonus action on those things, right? Um, I thought I had. Did I lose you? Were you thinking? No, I'm thinking it says ammunition properties, range and loading. So do I not have multiple shots? I thought I what had is... like four shots before. What does what does the loading say? What is the number that it gives? It doesn't. It doesn't give a. It doesn't give a number. Okay. Now, let me check the other right. pistol. See if the other don't, pistol did. Oh, yeah, hey, don't hey, worry hey, about it for I'll, now. I'll look it up. I'll look yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. Just, right I, I just think instead of hiding, you probably should have taken your bonus action last time to shoot. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, that's It's fine. not like we paid super close attention. So for right now, um, say I'm not hiding, and we'll just say I'm reloading. That's fine. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, it's the fast dude's turn. Um, and Croker just fucked him up. Um, yeah, that was an addition. I, I forgot a plus four on the hit points there. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that makes a difference. You never know. Uh, you know what? It might. That's four more, four more points closer to killing the bastard. Damn. Um, straight. he is going to. That kind of hurt. Um, he's going to hit you with that whip again. He did not like it when you hit him. Uh, so his first shot is a 17. I forget. Does that hit with you? Yeah, it does. It does. Okay. Um, that's going to be... An even 30 points of psychic damage, so 15 for you. Um, and then he's going to he's gonna step away. He's gonna cast a mention door and try and step away from you guys. Ooh, do I get a attack of opportunity? Not with dimension door unless his magic table fucks him. Oh my god. Yeah. 
Magic table fucked him. Um, he collapses in front of you. So the, he goes to cast Dimension Door, um, and you see the door open, and he goes to step through, and he literally, the door falls, and he flops down on his face. And he's Sweet. not unconscious. He's not unconscious, but he went down, and he is, he's, that's the end of his movement. That's the end of his turn. Do we still get an attack of an opportunity since he tried to disengage? Uh, no, you wouldn't in this case yeah. because he just literally flopped, but, um, okay. boy, he just got fucked by that magic table. I'm feeling you guys' pain. Okay. Uh, the dogs go running. They are going to jump. They all make the lava, um, and they come just kind of crashing into that main melee in the middle. Um, and they are going to... Uh, probably the side they're coming from, they're probably just going to have not a whole lot of choice except to jump into Otham. Um, and they are going to all, let's see. So two of them are going to attack you with their bites. So that is a... 23 for the first one and 18 for the second. Ooh, yeah, that hits too. Okay. And so those are going to do not a ton, actually. Uh, 10 and 14, 24 total points of damage of piercing damage as they just kind of like a police dog, just lay into your arm and they just won't let go. Um, as they do that, though, I need you to roll. A, what is your spell casting ability? For is that a for wisdom for a druid? Is that what I remember? Uh, yeah. Okay. Make a uh, wisdom saving throw. Two of them, actually. Two of them. I I rolled the same number. Seventeens. Uh, 17s okay so you pass so so you feel these things you feel them trying to basically just suck the magical aura from you like it's a really weird feeling as as you kind of start to disconnect from the weave but kind of double down and, and force yourself to kind of reconnect then the third one comes running up and as it jumps you see this kind of it, it's almost just like a ripple in the air as this kind of bubble comes out around it and as it crashes into you, um, it just hits you and kind of rolls off. But and it's the bubble that kind of came up from it is an anti-magic bubble. And you immediately drop form and go into your bugbear form. Oh, whoa. But it, it didn't do any actual damage. And then anybody that is you or Brightaxe or, or the big fella, um, you are in an anti-magic field right now. Uh, it's a small one, but you're in it. Can we see it? Um, it a little. It's it's it's, it's kind of the shimmery thing, so it's hard gotcha. to tell. And in fact, God, it's only you know what Bright Axe probably isn't in it. It's probably just you and the big uh, the big uh, 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 hunter guy. It's probably not quite big enough to catch Bright Axe. When I when I turn back into Awesome, the bugbear form does is the uh, hook still in me? It is yes. All right. Um, where did that go? There it is. 
Okay, that's going to pop us back around to the top. Croker, this thing is laying prone in front of you. Oh, yeah, I chopped the shit out of it. Okay. Yeah, do it, man. All right. Like, it's fucking work day on the farm, and I need to stack up the winter wood. Okay. Um, it's not going to take wood, much. Croker. What? There's a lot of sexual you references. Yeah, wow. tonight. <laughs> I'm just... I'm I'm uncomfortable. So do I get advantage because he's prone or you you hey, do because hey. you're melee and he's prone. But you're Alex. The well, name of this one's called Croker gets his wood. Yeah, right, the fifth, right. the fifteen, the first one was a fifteen and a and a non natural twenty. Okay, that's not going to hit actually. Okay, so that's <laughs> the first one. Okay. So uh, you're saying I get advantage, right? You do. Yes, you do okay, get advantage. So I roll it twice. All right, there we go. That one's a 29 and a 20. So the second one hits. hits. Yep. And that one is a 23 or a 22. 20. Well, both of them hit. 22 just hits. All right, so I get two hits. Yep. I can take these two, and I can take these two. Oh, no, it's it's not D4. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. You're fine. There we go. Oh, much better. Uh... 17 points of damage. Yep. And and that is it for him. So you just start hacking away. Um, and this thing, it dies probably on your second shot. Um, but as soon as it dies, it just starts to sizzle and turn to ash. And Ooh. it just kind of it melts into the snow. It doesn't do any damage to you or anything, but it's it kind of it's almost um it almost like is uh is end gamed out of there, like it just kind of turns to ash. Uh, but there's definitely like the fire is there um, as, as you see, it just kind of disconnect from the weave. And then a little whirlpool just kind of vorpals up and just goes and the ash just floats off into the air. You have killed it. All right. Well done. All right. Well, then I will turn and start heading towards ye old melee that's in the middle. So I'll use as much movement as I can to get over okay. there to help them. Okay. And you get pretty close. You get to within about 10 feet of Otham. All right. Uh, it's the hunter's turn. Um, he's pretty fucked up right now. Uh, let's see. Wait a minute. I'll fuck him the rest of the way up. Yeah. He is going to... All right, fuck it. He is going to... He's going to drop both of the weapons he currently has. So, Autham, you still have this thing sticking out of you, uh, but he has let go of it, so you're no longer grappled. And he reaches on to the back of his head and kind of just digs in again. And you just hear this rip as he pulls, as he basically flays himself all the way down to his spine, down his spine and kind of to the top of his butt cheeks. And pulls around this great war hammer and he is just gonna he's gonna do work. He is going to he's gonna take that shot probably at he sees Otham as the bigger threat right now. He's gonna take that shot at Otham. Even though Otham's no longer an Earth Elemental? Yeah, well, but he knows what you can do though. He's not dumb. Except that um, there's a giant minotaur in front of him. <laughs> keep trying. I am. Um the 
first one is. Hey guys, I'm just gonna say I'm down twenty. So the first shot's a twenty, and the second shot is thirty something. And then he's gonna take his third shot. He's gonna turn and whack it at Bright Axe. Because after two, I'm definitely down. Um, and Bright Axe is probably a miss. It's gonna be where'd it go? Oh, maybe not. Sixteen. Miss. Sixteen. See, all right. So the one guy that can take hits has not been hit by just, hardly at all. Before. Whack, whack, and just hits bright at, or hits the shit out of Otham rather. Um, and that's gonna be eleven, twenty, twenty-six. Oh, that's not good for you. Uh, 36, 37, 38, 48, 49, 55. This is going to be close. 65. 65 points of bludgeoning damage. Bam. I'm still up. Dead? Still up. Still up? Oh, wow. Okay. Seriously? Yeah, I don't know. So. Two two whacks and then he turns and, and takes that swing at Bright Axe and Bright Axe just kind of takes a step back uh, and and kind of counters it a little bit with his axe and Otham is up. Remember, Otham was a elemental and so all damage was zeroed out. Right, I, right, right. I had full hit points when I came back. So. Right. So I am going. No, I knew to- that. I just didn't think he had right. that many hit points. <laughs> right. No, I didn't actually. I looked at it. I was like, holy crap! I didn't. We're always teasing about going down, but um, well, I just got the shit kicked out of me. I'm in an anti-magic field, and my best weapon is a staff. Um, it is a magic staff, though. With well, I'm in an anti-magic field, so I'm not sure how that would work. Um, how if if I try to run away, can I get away from other people? You can take the disengage action. Right, right, right. But I mean, if I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to imagine where other people are on the field. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so you've got croakers about ten feet behind you, um, and other than that, the field behind you is more or less open. All the okay. so the three dogs that came at you were in front of you. Okay, that's cool. I'm gonna get behind where Croker is. Croker's running okay. towards me. I'm gonna run past him. With so dis- you take the. Disengage, and then I'm going to run behind him, turn around, okay. and stop right there so that I can try to kill this guy with magic from over here. Okay, yeah, and you almost immediately, I mean, it's its almost no space whatsoever. You take two or three steps, and you feel yourself. You're out of the anti-magic field. Okay, cool. All right. Hey, um, guys! I can't do a southern accent. I just suck at it. Sorry. <laughs> All right, bright go, accents. Go for it. I just tried it. It was really bad. Oh, that was that was a real try. So I think Otham is just not going to speak. There you go. Oh. All right. Um, I'm going to hit the hunter guy again. Um, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and do it reckless. Make sure I do it. Okay. That's a 26 on the first. That'll do. For 14 points of damage. Okay. He is really in bad shape right now. 25 on the second. That'll do it. For 18 points of damage. You got him. How do you want to do this? 
Yeah. Oh. First swing cuts him right across the chest. Second swing comes back right across the throat. Just as my lightning storm unleashes and basically electrocutes the hell out of him and he drops. Okay. And you guys who are behind him, you see this and it is just, I mean, it's, it's a, a symphony of gore. Plus he's got those wings that he grew. They're just kind of flapping behind him. Um, it's really cool. Uh, and that thing is dead. Like you still have one more. Yeah, there you go. You still have one more attack and three of those dogs in front of you. No, I took both of mine. Oh, I thought you had three attacks. I'm sorry. Nothing to know of. Okay, never mind. Um, so you have uh, those dogs in front of you. Okay. All right. It is to Rolthor. Rolthor, you've come out of it. You're no longer stunned. Um, you're still kind of back in the one corner. I'm still, am I still mute? I think, what did you get, four rounds? Yeah, he has one more round. He had three rounds, right? Yeah, I think you've still got one more round of being mute. Yeah. All right, well, I'll still... Run over to the. Am I close enough? Can I get to the dogs? Where am I compared to the dogs? You can get within about ten feet of the dogs. Mm. I'm just going to hold my action. Okay. And wait and see what happens to the dogs. Okay. And if they come towards, if they come towards me, then I'm going to swing at them. If not, I'll just wait for my next turn. Okay, that works. Uh, Meep, it's to you. Yeah, I'm going to shoot the fucking dogs. Okay, shoot hey, the fucking dogs. Hey, who wrote the dogs out on this again? Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> who, who, no, who? No one here appreciates you. Sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm Meep. Nobody ever appreciates Meep. It's, it goes to my character. Okay, so I'm going to take a shot at the dogs. I got a 29... And Hits. a 20, no, 26. Was anybody close to the dogs? Um, yeah, Bright Axe is still close to the dogs. Okay, so the first one rolled ass on damage, but it's going to be 21 points of damage for my first shot. Okay. And second shot's going to be, well, that's good, 13. So total is going to be 34. Okay, so you meant, and you were shooting at the same dog. Yep. Okay, yeah, you do manage to kill the dog that you're shooting at. Then. Cool. So you just line up and crack, crack, um, and you're able to. Uh, you just put them down. Um, okay. I'll reload. Were you shooting? Were you shooting to the left, the middle, or the right? Left. Okay, that was the one with the anti magic field. So the anti magic field is gone as well. Bam. All right. Um. Who's next? Oh, they're next. Okay. Um, so they are, God, what's close? Uh, one is going to stay and attempt to bite Brightaxe. And one is going to go charging. Yeah, it's going to go running over at Meep. So the one that's attacking Brightaxe. <laughs> Is probably going to hit. 
Uh, yeah, 21. So that's going to hit. So that is... 7. 11 points of piercing damage halves to 5 as you're doing the Rajay. And then I need you to make whatever your spellcasting ability is, I need you to make a saving throw in that category. Okay. Charisma it is. That's actually a 20. A 20. Okay. Yeah. Again, you feel like this thing is trying to disconnect you from the magic that you've grown to love, and it does not succeed. It fails. And then Meep. Um, I think it's going to hit you with both. I got a 16 and an 18. Me. Is he muted again? Yep. Yes, and he's okay. not hearing you. Meep. 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 Sorry about that. That's okay. 16 and 18. Do those hit? Uh, One misses, one hit. Okay. All right, so that's going to be 10 plus. So that's going to be 14 points of uh, piercing damage. Ouch. And then I need you, whatever your spellcasting ability is, I need you to make a saving throw in that category. Um, like, okay, gotcha. So plus five, gotcha. I got a natural 20, 25. 20. Okay. Yeah, you're good too. Yeah. So you can feel these things trying Woo! to draw the weave away from you, but it does not take effect. All right. Um, and then we're going to come back around to Croker, who's about to do some more work. All I do is work, 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 work. So there's one by Bradax and one by Meep. I run at the one at Meep. Okay. Thank you. I just let out a roar, and uh, I'm close enough that I could swing my axes and melee the some bitch, right? Yep. All right, here we go. Uh, first one is a 25. Yep. Uh, second one is a 15. Just hit. And last one is a 23. Yep. So that's going to be, and I ran at him, so I get my charge. So it's going to be one, two, three, uh, plus this and this. Come on, man. Woo. All right. So that's nine. That's 12. It's 21, 223. 31 points of damage. Yeah, you got Sweet. him. So you go running up there and just start hacking into this thing like like it's uh, – I, I don't even know what. Um, like it's time to kill a dog is what you do. Um, and just start ripping it apart. I go, come here, old yeller. And then I <laughs> – Wow. <laughs> we just turned really, really dark. Okay. Um, all them, it's to you. You have, uh, oh, no, you, so Croker just took off to your right, um, and you are standing there kind of holding the bag. Uh, the, the nearest dog is up by Bradax. All right. Uh, I am going to cast. Uh, 
I'm just going to do a good old... How how bad does this dog look like he's uh, faring right now? He's fine. This is the one you guys haven't hit yet. Oh. Well, in that case, how close am I? Uh, 15-ish feet. Okay, I'm going to step forward five feet, and I'm going to shoot him with poison spray. He needs Ooh, to roll okay. a constitution saving throw. Okay, you need to roll a d20 first. Yes, I do. I got a 13. 13. Normal spell effect. Yay. So, yes, I need to do Sweet. that. So. <laughs> you, said a, you said a constitution saving throw? Yeah, 15 is your target. I got an 11. All right. 3d12 damage. Ooh, this could do it. I rolled a 12. A Come five, on. Yeah. And an 11. So that is... 28 damage. Nice. He had 24 hit points. You got him. Sweet. With poison spray. With poison spray. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. There's no worse way to die poison spray. Yeah. All right. So you guys have mopped up. So again, the the thing I forgot to narrate when the big one went down is same thing as the one that, that Croker killed is you see it just turn to, well, first of all, that one, the liquid that's inside of it, like you can see it literally begin to boil out and froth from all the areas where he had flayed himself and pulled that skin off. It just boils and starts running down the back of his legs and his back and all that kind of stuff hits its knees, falls face forward in the snow and then turns to like this burning ash. Um, Similar issues with all the dogs and they just kind of swirl off into the dust and you're left in the middle of a very cold chamber. Uh, with lots of so, yeah. so like Chappie, do we get that these like creatures came from this area or they from maybe a, did they fit the area? Actually, that's a really good question. So I would like you to um, roll a a I'll give you a history or arcana. No real change. Okay. Ooh, 24. Roll 19. 24. So you, at the end of last game, you had asked me the same thing about the dogs and they had kind of, I had said they, they kind of reminded you of like in some stories you had heard, like as a kid, they were not quite the boogeyman, but the, like the heralds of the boogeyman, right? The big motherfucker was the boogeyman. Okay. And he, these are, again, it's, it's more, it's less fact and more lore. But these are the things that kind of walk between worlds that on a Baxis's world, they tell stories of to keep you in line. So if you don't do as, you know, Papa Baxis says, you know, (laughs) the, uh, the, the chaos walkers or the, the weave eaters are going to come get you. Okay. So So I literally just killed by a nightmare. Well, you literally kill a child. Yeah. It'd be like, it'd be like you hearing about the boogeyman as a kid. Yeah. And then as an adult, finding out, holy shit, the boogeyman's real, and I just shot him in the face. Gotcha. Yeah. He's, he's John Wick, so watch out. Okay. All right. So, so is there anything are, else These you guys... are coming... Wait, wait, real quick here. These are coming from my world. You don't know that necessarily. Okay. These are manifesting... They're manifesting because of the break in the weave, but you don't know if they're crossing over or if it's just the break in the weave is producing them. Okay. 
Thanks. Is there anything else you guys would like to do in this chamber? It's a really large chamber. Again, lots of snow. There's really, I mean, in lieu of a big investigation check, if you guys all search it well, you, you're not going to come up with much. Right. It's, you would find some frozen, like it was, it was a chamber that was used by the smugglers guild. So you'll find a lot of frozen foodstuffs and things like that. So if you want to replenish your stores, you can certainly do that, but you don't find like weapons or magic items or anything of any real value other than just utilitarian. Yeah. Let's replenish our food. Cause you could always sure. replenish our food. Okay. All right. So then as you guys continue to move on, uh, there is a door at the end of this chamber. Um, has somebody, has anybody not gone? I know Rolthor was less. I think Croker, it's probably your turn. I to haven't rolled the door. yet. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. A two. A two. So you go into the next room as you guys walk in. Um, it is similar to the one that had the mist in it, but there's, there's no mist. It's just a big kind of sewer area. This one is relatively, um, relatively intact. And as you are kind of walking up the pipe, you notice that there's another, like the gangplank that you're walking across that's up above the sewage. It's, it's, it's made of iron. Um, there's a side path that goes off into what appears to be um, like a maintenance room. Um, and in there, sitting at the table with her feet up, um, you walk in and you see the snake lady. You see Shota, who you had met a couple of times now. And she's got her feet up on the table and she just looks at you guys and she goes, Oh good, you're here. What? That's where we're gonna and that's where we're gonna end. <laughs> so she let us fight all that crap as she sat in this other room? You don't know. You sons of bitches. Does you she don't have know. feet or does she have like is she like a snake woman with feet or is she a snake woman with like a tail? She has feet. She's, okay. she's just a, she's just a woman. Yeah. Okay. With scales. Does no, she have big tits? No, no, she's just a woman. She doesn't have yeah. scales she has at all. Tits? Yes, she has large breasts. Okay. Oh. And Can we use them as masks? Hmm. No. Does she know what a motorboat is? This is going to go really well. I can already tell. Do you know what a motorboat is? <laughs> no, but I will no. paddle boat her. You can paddle boat her, but that would hurt. You can try. She might stab well, hey, you. But, what about yeah. if I wagon wheel her? I, wow. <laughs> Once again, little creature, you can try. <laughs> I studied all five and a half pages here. Chappy, and then you go and do that. Don't let me actually play. <laughs> Damn it. Well, it was. Yeah, I know. Sorry. 